Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Uh, let me just go, if I can, to Owen Weldon, who's communications manager of Merck. And let's get to the bottom of this antigen testing. Uh, good afternoon, Joan. Good afternoon, Niall. How are you? Now, it hasn't been a good weekend for the antigen testing company. And I know you guys are one of the big companies. Uh, made £36 million investment by Merck in its facility at uh, Carrickwell Hill Cork. Uh, will allow the life science company to double the production of key components of the COVID-19 rapid uh, antigen test, or diagnostic kits, as they're called. Firstly, explain to me how they work, Owen, or do you know how, how they actually scientifically work? Yeah, I'll do it, and I'll try and, and dumb it down a little bit, because it, it is very scientific. Yes, if you could, in layman's terms, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, actually, the tests have been around for decades, rapid antigen tests, and they're actually widely used across Asia and across the developing world to or pick up um, a lot of infectious diseases, such as influenza, HIV, and malaria. So the technology is there for decades, and you know we had a piece in the Daily Mail today, I suppose, to try and demystify um, some of the commentary out there. So it's not as if these tests were made in the last, you know, six or twelve months. They have been around, and the science, more importantly, has been around for decades. So essentially, and again, I'll try, I'll try and be as, um, as brief as I can with this. What happens is, you know, probably some people would have seen over the weekend. It's kind of a simple nasal swab you'll take. Um, and now, is it a nasal it, swab or a throat swab? I've seen some of them will tell you to put it in your throat and some down up your no, nose. No, no, it's not as intrusive as a, as a throat swab. So, um, very simple nasal swab. I think you take four, depending on the test. You take and you, four you just have to put it inside your nose, not right down the back of your nose? No, like, no, okay. no, thankfully no. No, okay. not half as, as intrusive. So, yeah. So, then you, in, you insert it into the test. And what happens is the sample moves down through the various components of the test. Now, the test is made up of many different chemical components and compartments. So, antibodies, proteins, reagents, and what we make in Merck, membrane. So what the membrane does is it filters and characterizes the sample. Um, so what it's able to do within 15 minutes is tell you if there's a, if there's, um, a positive or negative sample. Um, now, what, the, what now okay, so, and this is on a little cartridge similar to a pregnancy test, isn't it? Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And most people will be familiar with those. So it's, yeah. it's exactly two little lines. Technology. Yeah, two lines yeah. mean it's positive, one line means it's negative, I, I assume. Or yeah, something like that's that. it. Okay. And, and they all look pretty much as I've seen some of these antigen tests. They all look more or less exactly the same. They all seem to do exactly the same thing. So yeah. what is the accuracy level? Because there's numerous different people saying numerous different things that the accuracy level is only about 70% or a little bit higher if you actually have symptoms. But if you're asymptomatic or in the very early stages or pre-symptomatic, as they might say, that they're not accurate at all. So what is the accuracy level? It varies by test. Um, you would have seen over the weekend, I think the little test um, that they have is, is uh, claiming that it can be up to 90, over 90% positive. But it, it all depends on the viral load. Okay. So, much virus so you, if you're in the height of the of you know a yeah. fever and coughing and splurting, of course it's going to be more accurate, I imagine, because you've a, heavy, a higher viral load. But let's say, for example, you know my producer Ashling had COVID, and I only caught it today, so it's going to take three or four days, you know, for some sort of symptoms to come along. So at the moment, I have no symptoms. Let's say, is it likely to pick it up, or what is the accuracy level there? Again, it depends on the person, but. Um, yeah, obviously, it, it won't be as accurate in the early stages, but what it will pick up, and you know, we've seen in red, that it can pick up more than half of those asymptomatic cases. So even if you're missing you know, 40% or, or 30% of people, they're still picking up more than half. So that's the value of them. They're not 100% accurate, but what they will do is they'll pick up some asymptomatic cases, asymptomatic cases, sorry. But what, what the key for a rapid antigen test is, 
serial testing, so to test every day or to test two or three times a week. And it's um, cheap. Absolutely, yeah. So I know, mean, PCR testing is quite expensive, whereas yeah, I know that Lidl uh, were selling these things for twenty four ninety nine for five of them or something in a, in a kit. Yeah. So you, you, you yeah. Up, so I mean, the idea being that if you felt a little bit unwell and you were thinking of going out with your mates, maybe in two months' time when things start moving on and up, pubs start opening for outdoor dining or whatever it is, that you could just do a test before you go out. There you go. I'm grand. Whereas if you get a positive, you can go off then and get a PCR test. Yeah, and well, I suppose you wouldn't recommend that for people. You know, I think it's and I think Leo Radka said this morning it's an additional health and safety measure, not a substitute. It's for, complimentary. You know, complimentary. Measure. Absolutely. Okay. So, it, what, what do you think of the comments? Well, firstly, Tony Holohan has urged people not to buy antigen tests from Little. In other words, not to use them themselves. And then on top of that, we had Philip Nolan, who's the president of Newt University uh, and the chief, uh, the chair of the model advisory group for Neffet, said, and I'm quoting, can I get some snake oil with that, which is quite derogatory in, in relation to antigen tests. It makes for a great salad dressing with a pinch of salt and some, uh, what is it? I can't remember what else he said. He said, stay safe when socialising outdoors over the next few weeks. Uh, small numbers, distance masks, the antigen test will not keep you safe. And he uh, was condemned by many people, including an orthopaedic surgeon here in the Matter Private Hospital, um, who said uh, the government, the Irish government should really be worried about the attitude of their own advisors. Uh, Michael Mina, who's a renowned epidemiologist from Harvard University, said for advisor to your government, you don't appear to know what you're talking about. So he seems to be condemned from everybody who is kind of any kind of knowledge at all about referring to antigen tests as snake oil. Yeah, well, look, you know, we've never advised the government about, you know, how to conduct public policy. What we will say is that Professor Mark Ferguson, who's chief scientific advisor to the government, he has uh, endorsed the use of the test. This is in the UK? Her, uh, no, just uh, in, in Ireland. Okay. Um, yeah, so so I think they're moving towards using them, and I think the fear is maybe that people will use them in isolation. Um, and, it, you know, it's good public policy to say that you take these, as we said, uh, in addition to the other public health measures and not as a substitute. But do, you, do, you think, do you think Philip Nolan's marks, uh, remarks were a step too far? Uh, you know, I'm not interested to comment on that because, um, you know, all we do is we make the tests. You mm. know, we don't try and influence public policy, but what we are saying is that uh, if people are high viral loads. They are very uh, effective in picking it up. Um, they are, um, you know... In, as an additional health and safety measure. Okay, well then, give, give me a, just very quickly, Owen, give me a scenario where you believe antigen testing can be complementary to helping us get through this. Give me kind of a, a scenario. Or am I putting you on the spot by asking you for a scenario? No, we can see it across Europe and we can see it across Asia that they're used in university campuses, for example, in schools. Or in fa- and I know they've been used in Ireland in factory uh, settings mm-hmm. where you know people will get maybe one or two or three tests a week so you're serial testing people and you're picking up some of those asymptomatic cases, uh, which is important because I think up to 40% of the cases in Ireland are asymptomatic. So it's, it's tackling that part of it. Um, it's the people who go around not knowing they have it, who are spreading the disease. This helps pick up those and it's, it's, going to go on, it's going to help control the spread of the disease, especially as we enter the summer months. So that's a key part of the antigen test, I think, especially for schools. Or I, I, I was thinking of, a, of a, I suppose, a usage would be, say, in a business where you might have two or three people who get COVID. You have your two or three or four close contacts that will all be out of work. And then you have other people who may be casual contacts. In other words, they may not have been with them for too long or they might, you know, the HSE don't consider them to be close contacts. It would be no harm for them to take a quick antigen test just to make sure they're OK, I suppose. 
Yeah, yeah. And if they have any doubts, they can then go forward and take a PCR test, which is 100% accurate. But yeah, it's, it's an indicator, we would say. It's not going to give you 100% accuracy, but it'll give you an indication okay. if you have the disease or not. And how many of these tests, by the way, are you guys producing currently at the moment? Can you Do you know how many per day or how many of these tests are being produced per day? What we do is we make millions of feet of membrane every year. Um, so, you know, we make a key component. We don't actually make the tests, so we'd be a key supplier. Okay. So, as I said, they're in use throughout the globe for many other um, infectious diseases. Um, with, with COVID, there's been a you know, huge upsurge in demand. So, um, mm. you know, millions and millions of tests have been made uh, on an annual basis. Well, it's good to see they're being made in Ireland as well. Listen, thank you very much Absolutely. indeed, and I appreciate you coming on the air. Oh, Weldon, who is the communication manager with Merck. That's just to give you some idea what antigen testing is all about, where it's very, uh, it's not the same as obviously PCR testing, and people get the two confused. PCR testing takes a little bit longer. Antigen tests will give you an answer in five or ten minutes, and you don't have to stick the swab as far back down your nose. But the downside to antigen testing, obviously, is it's not quite as accurate if you're in the very early stages. But in saying that, it has a reasonable level of accuracy. It may miss a few cases, but it's better than nothing is the point that he's making. And Tony Holohan has condemned the tests. When I say condemned it, he said uh, he's urged people not to buy the antigen test being sold in Little uh, from today, and he's very concerned. And, and Philip Nolan he referred to it as snake oil. He says, can I get some snake oil with that? Obviously, quite a derogatory remark, which was condemned by many people, by the way, who would be considered to be experts and um, basically believe that he shouldn't be saying things like that actually uh, Michael Mina who's a renowned epidemiologist and immunologist at Harvard University said to Philip Nolan you should be ashamed of your demeanour hmm. and I think the problem is now is that Neffet have lost the run of themselves I personally believe they've lost the run of themselves sometimes when you give people power too much power they lose the run of themselves and I've said this for the last year that the people in Neffet are the same people, more or less, well, certainly the heads of Neffet, the people responsible, and Philip Nolan, obviously head of modelling, they've been there all year. There's a group thing. It's an echo chamber of the same people over and over again with the same amount of power who are essentially running Ireland, running this country, making decisions, because you will rarely hear the government um, or Stephen Donnelly or anybody else or Simon Harris at the time go against what Neffet is saying. So they are running the country. So why aren't they being changed on a regular basis? Neffet should be disbanded, a new organisation set up with different people, different experts, and a broad range of people with different views. Uh, people who have input when it comes to mental health, when it has it comes to societal impact of changes, and not just the medical aspect of it. It's absolute and utter nonsense. We have now become an outlier in the world. We have the longest running lockdown in the world. We have now become an outlier. Ireland are way behind, and I understand our uh, vaccine rollout has been slower than many other countries. I get that. But, I mean, according to Stephen Donnelly, it's flying. They're doing record numbers. And the majority of people who are vulnerable or over the age of 65, who are the at-risk people, have all been vaccinated or at least got one jab at this stage. So there is absolutely no reason on this wild, earthly world that we should be continuing this. Look at the hospital numbers and the ICU numbers. In a population of 5 million people, The hospital numbers are down to, what, 120 people or something like that? In a population of 5 million people. 5 million people. And with them, I would guess and hazard a guess, with a vast amount of those people in hospital, they're not in hospital for COVID-19. They're in hospital for another reason and tested positive for COVID-19. That doesn't mean they don't have it, by the way. I'm just saying they just tested positive for it while they're in there. The same with people in ICU. I'm sure there are some people, and I wish them a speedy recovery who are in ICU with COVID-19 but there are many people in those numbers that you're getting in ICU who are not in ICU because of COVID-19 they're in ICU because they're there for another very serious reason 
So we need to get back. This country needs to, we need an economy back. We need this country to run again. We can't live in a perfectly safe world. We're not going to live in a perfectly safe world. And when we look at other countries, and I mentioned Texas there, and I mentioned other states in America, and I mentioned other countries that are trying to get on with it. I think, look, I could be blue in the face. The point is I was making, Neffet needs to be changed. When you have the chair of Neffet making a remark on a Friday afternoon about antigen testing, which is proven to be reasonably accurate, not 100% accurate, of course, and it certainly is complimentary, making remarks referring to it as snake oil or referring to it in his tweet as, can I have some snake oil with that, please? And making a disparaging remark and has been now condemned by many people, many experts for his remarks and shameful remarks. I think we're losing the run of it. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.